Welcome back to the Overload Podcast. We're talking about the latest game releases and news, while discussing our own terrible takes and also playing normal name of the game instead of last week's absolute chaos number of about 50 of them in a row. And this week, we've got a, a real rumble, tumble, collection of news all packed together. I am your host, Harry Mitchell. I am joined by Jordan Midler. You alright, mate? That was a, that was a real... That was a real throwing down, uh, like, train tracks as the train's going type intro. You could just hear the words coming towards you all at once there. It's like, uh, you know, have you ever seen Westworld when, like, they have, like, a prearranged, like, set of dialogue options kind of going through to each other and connecting? It's like, that's what how my brain works. I just, things just come to me mm-hmm. and I, like, Mass Effect style, just go through it like that. Uh, I'm, I'm also joined by Daniel Porter. How are you doing, Danny? All right, mate. Yeah, I must commend you on that on that intro. Very good, very good. Fucking well, one person shit talking me, the other one's bigging me I was, up. I was about I'm to say, like, I, I'm Danny, balanced you know out. You know, I'm not commending him. I'm saying they had the flop sweat of a comedian that was learning how to speak on the fly. Like, but we, we oh yeah, I'm keep, keeping it balanced. Like, if we both compliment him, he'll just he'll he'll be out of control. You've and got if a, you and if you book me down, I'll be in a trash mood for the rest of the, the podcast, and I'll just exactly. be grumbling through it. So yeah, I'm, I feel leveled out. Um, Strike a balance. Excellent times. Uh, today, we're talking about a little bit about the new Switch model that came out, some new leaks, as always, some upcoming PS5 stuff, Pokemon stuff, and also GTA 6 things that we talked a little bit about last week, but probably rumbled through it while drinking alcohol and talking about... Um, Shit, that big moth. Yeah, a bit, <laughs> <laughs> about big moths. The I... status of the moth is still unknown. It has not returned to these parts. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't completed that raid yet, but... <laughs> we'll, we'll see we'll keep an eye on it but before all that what have we all been playing jordan you told me that you, for once you've, you've not been playing like 300 games you've been pretty muted yeah. this week what have i been doing this well it was my uh i had some dear friends over on saturday because we're because the rules allowed it so we were out the back having some drinks for my birthday which was fun and in the interim i have primarily been playing playing a bit of nba because they dropped some really difficult challenges one of which is so difficult that the best nba player in the world took like 50 attempts to do it so that was um that was a real moment for the uh, 2k hate in their community and uh <laughs> the jordan the jjm game of the moment chivalry 2 um mm-hmm. not, Dan- not, not tons of playing it mostly just uh i've switched things up i've started to level up my archery um because you ever, you ever, like, say you're playing Overwatch and you're like, oh, I keep getting killed by that same character. That's so annoying. And then that slowly morphs into, wait, I could be that I could toxic. do that. Yeah, yeah, I could be that prick. That was Danny in Overwatch. That was <laughs> absolutely not. That is slander and I will not stand for it. <laughs> well, well when, unless we, we, kept, we build you out of it, but it was, you, you, there are the auto pick of hands who are black on um, That literally... Widowmaker was that was a phase that was a phase that we exactly. all went through i didn't spend 500 hours pocketing your ass so you could call me a hanzo main on a podcast you little You're shit widowmaker main it's mainly because uh yeah you occasionally went to the dark side and i had to i had to get you back and smack you on the head and go get back to get back to your your mercy corner so the, start healing me the archery and chivalry 2 is kind of hanzo adjacent so i was i was feeling it like i got to grips with it pretty easily the the alt you get as the uh is the archer and chivalry is you put down like a brazier so a big thing of fire and you can just get fire arrows and if you get a oh, fire sick. arrow and headshot like a certain class like there's only a few classes that that isn't an insta kill for so i was mm. on a map that's like i think you might have seen this one harry it's like 
the it's it's the bridge where sir swordhead uh lost his life oh of course um, yeah the, the legendary yeah so i was up the top of that bridge with my brazier just popping people and you mm. could just feel the rage as they were like run in ready to swing down ready to swing down and then i was like you know what's really toxic so i would get in the middle of a fight between <laughs> two guys and then just ping them not even aim just ping them in the stomach to take off like hit, 25, you hit 25, 25 yeah it's archer hip firing damn you should um, be reported so I, I still feel like if you get a crew together in that game and like set up the perfect kind of meta team of these big hulking guys that would take you in one shot and we archers just to like stab you essentially you can never lose but chivalry 2 remains so much fun that's going to be on my ps5 until fucking chivalry the third um it's just it's, it's a great wee game i encourage anyone to give it a try it's cheap on egs now i think it's only like 20 pounds oh i might have a look at that then that sounds ideal like maybe join your your toxic battalion yes um i'll skip it to danny because danny thinks chivalry 2 is a 7 out of 10 that um, again, again was, with the, the, the bullshit you are just I, spitting i was, shit I was barely looking at my phone during that conversation i'm glad i did because i would have fucking snapped it in two with this fucking <laughs> slander talking about the game of the year uh great what have you uh, harry you've actually been playing the game of the year tell me <laughs> I have, returnal I have been, i've i've been playing returnal i got uh i, I was payday so i was like you know what i'm gonna buy a, a big ps5 game spent all in one game because that's how much <laughs> exactly Thanks, i'm not poor i'm on yeah i'm on unemployment benefits and i'm just living life but uh, however i am playing returnal which is the game that Jordan, my Weber, many weeks back was bigging up and saying the best game ever made. And uh, it's good. I really like it. I've been playing it pretty much every night, just getting on. I have not gotten out of the first area, Yep. <laughs> uh, which probably does not, doesn't surprise anyone. Uh, I've gotten to the, the boss multiple times, but I'm, for now I'm just kind of like uh, kind of exploring still, and I'm just trying to see what, what all the options I can do are. It is still very very difficult as many have said it is um but like not in a ridiculously always overwhelming way it's just like if some sometimes something just comes along and just completely belly flops you uh are you going for like full clears of areas before you try the boss or are you just like seeing how it it takes you i have been trying to get as much as i can because i'm just i'm just i'm going the boss is pretty weak and it's like because like god damn it's pretty difficult i feel like maybe i'm just not doing things right and not clearing the right things taking maybe too many risks with the parasites mm. uh some things that i like about returnal are there's just loads of really really great smart game design stuff about all, there's a lot of great ideas about how you can balance different parasites and malignancies uh, and how you can boost yourself up but risk yourself the I think the firing and the combat is nice. All the, the movement is very clean and swift. Yeah. Uh, some things I don't particularly like is it's, I think it's too fucking dark. I just can't see anything. The first biome is very dark. Are you playing it with HDR? Have you got um, I'm not actually. My, my TV, for some reason, even though it's like a, a, a good big 4K TV, does not have HDR or mm. is broken somehow, yeah. which is annoying. The, the first biome is that kind of like dark forest that you'll have seen in all the coverage of Returnal. It is very dark and the enemies are like completely like black flubber essentially. Like they mm-hmm. just kind of like come out of the wilderness. But yeah, I could, I could see that being... There, there is a bit of a readability issue sometimes with Returnal where 
you don't know if that flash is like something shooting towards you or if it's just something's eyes or if it's your gun like that can be yeah. quite frustrating also, also just recognizing things in the distance understanding where enemies are what they're doing it's just a lot of very kind of it's just hard to make what things are which when you when you're new to the game you want to learn what things are and they've got great looking car uh, enemies that i want to be able to see uh, and I, when I switch back to like Ratchet and Clank, I'm like, oh Christ, uh, vision, like light, I can see things. <laughs> I can see my enemies and, and aim, which is fantastic. Uh, but I mean, it's got a lot of great game design stuff. Uh, and it's there is a little bit of pullback, which I'm like, oh, do I really want to go through that all again? I've not really hit like a barrier where I'm I'm too hyper into trying it all over again because it is a little bit of a of a of a smashed stomach when you when you die and you've got and the runs are so long and so like yeah. so much of a build up. But I am I am in, it is very well made and I am enjoying it very very much. I think it is one of the best games you can probably get on the PS5 right now. Certainly over. Um, trash beta uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. There we go. Um, <laughs> what what did, what did you think? Uh, like the because I know you're mad into your the thing I said to you when I was playing it for review was like the fucking computers and this all the sci-fi shit. Is so <laughs> yeah, up, totally. Know, like when, whenever I I do get a little a little a little harder whenever I'm first person. I'm going and you spawn on the ship and you're kind of walking through and go, looking at all the little UI things. Very very cute. Um, it's no it's no really in isolation, but it's it's decent. And yes, I, I like sci-fi, so I definitely like just exploring weird sci-fi stuff. It's, it, is, it is very Prometheus in yeah. it's kind of like dark, smoky, uh, kind of natural, weird blood-sucking things going on. Um, but it's got a very unique vibe, and I'm I like the way it's it's leaking narrative and story. Uh, the one thing that I, I a gripe that I got was in the first, I imagine future areas, you can kind of try and gradually get glyphs similar to God of War. You remember this, Danny? You can get like bits of translation of certain races, mm -hmm. and you gradually chunk get bits. And you can understand words and words, also like a No Man's Sky. Um, and so you you get these language barriers, these language uh, totems, so you can kind of see past inscriptions of these old ancient beings. Yeah. Um, and I was like, okay, cool. So I can understand a little bit about maybe the boss is coming up. What's kind of this going on with the story? But fucking night now, setting them are just like hell is upon us my brain is being cooked what is life and I'm like what the f why did i collect these glyphs for if i'm just it's just it's just like agony is upon us all it's like okay cool bye those, those glyphs ended up being a pain in the arse because there's one of the trophies is to get all of them and because the game is like because the seeds are like randomly generated every run like you're you're not guaranteed to have every collectible in every instance of the game so people mm -hmm. have people are spending like I think they actually released an update recently that will like if you're close to the end of what what ones you want it'll force those into your game as opposed to making mm -hmm. you try it a hundred thousand <laughs> times but um yeah that stuff is always like it's cool but it's just kind of like it's audio logs with admin um whereas the actual yeah. audio logs in the game are great like finding yeah, like yeah. the other salines is the have you been finding other people's bodies and fighting yes that's okay I, that's the thing i was gonna ask you about because i feel like that was something that was in for the first week of the review period where i just kept on like fighting greg miller and all these other people like, but, but then dream. As, as, as the uh, as it came closer to launch and actual launch that stuff got like turned off and I, I didn't know if it came back but have you been so no it's back again. it's great pretty, yeah. pretty much every like third room has like a scout of like a previous Celine that's another online player mm -hmm. who you can who you can go up to and you can see a little bit of uh, an image of what their, their last moments where they kind of running around and shooting and failing and you can either s spend some uh, 
in-game currency to scavenge of their body or you can avenge them fight a big bastard enemy that's brutal uh, but if, if you're good you can, it's fairly easy to take down uh, and get some and get and collect some in-game currency which is a really cool feature it's like the kind of stuff that's you kind of see in dark souls things of that where yeah it's not real multiplayer but it's a little bit of a frag- fragment of previous players so and there's I also- actually i think there might be something in there where I don't know, this might just be a case of because it was pre-release, but I think there's like a certain group of names that it keeps spot like giving you over and over again. It's not actually completely dynamic because Leon Harley of, I believe, Games Radar Guides, he was one that would always show up in the exact same room over and over <laughs> again. So I, I, I don't know if it's just like when you start, it'll pick like a certain amount of names and stuff like that, but... Um, I've, yeah. I've seen fairly different ones each time because I always yeah. check just kind of see if I can see and I can make fun of. But yeah, like I'm I'm eager to try and beat that boss and continue because I feel like there's more that will make me get more into the game. But it is a it's a tough tough one. It's a tough one. Yeah, hard uh, game. I've, hard game is hard. Hard game. I've also been playing Phantom Abyss, which is the relatively new early access uh, temple run jungle run. Yeah. Uh, as- asynchronous multiplayer experience. Me spotted. Uh, certain indie showcases uh or on not sure exactly which one uh me and jordan played through it on a future class video completed uh, i completed the whole thing uh and it was I, it's it's fun it's yeah. i uh, just before the pod i played through a run because i was bored because but it's just really easy to jump in on you're essentially like a first person whipping through these quite fast-paced dungeon chambers and the gimmick is that there are multiple other players who have previously tried to do that run and have failed and you see the ghosts of them trying to achieve the task and so you can see what mistakes they've made or funny or great tricks they've done to get past things which is a great experience like i recently had one where there was a large slope going upwards with with spinning spikes which is brutal and the first player i saw goes up the left and he, he uses his whip to just slide on the side of the walls to get up and i just see like five players do the exact same thing and they all they all just follow each other one by one by one like just doing this mob mentality doing the exact same idea which is i think a pretty cool experience so that's an early yeah. access um and it has some really cool inbuilt like progression stuff you can get inbuilt get in-game different whips and stuff and there's like you can share temples to do with your friends you can share things certain temples specific ones to play through you can follow a certain friend to do it with which is broken right now but i'm sure it's back but yeah, really interesting. Uh, did you like the look of it, Jordan? Yeah, I I think it's the kind of thing that I'll definitely get into. I wanna I'm I'm gonna download it tonight and really and really try it. I like the uh, I like the sense of urgency when like you see other people's ghosts like flying through and you're like, oh crap, I'm at the back of the pile. I've got to go and do this. Um, but. Uh, is it got controller support or is it just PC? Is it just keyboard and mouse at the moment? I've not plugged. I've not plugged it in, but it, it seems actually really well. It seems almost built for controllers. Yeah. The way some of it moves, so I would do not doubt that it does. Yeah, I think I'd like it in the controller, and I think it, it, it might be. It could be a cool like. I presume it will come to everything eventually. Like it seems like a good wee switch game, like mm-hmm. doing a run before you go go to bed or whatever. So it's so, interesting. It'll be good to keep an eye on. Danny, you seem like you, you, when you watch me play, you said you like the look of the whips. Is that still a uh, a passion of yours it's got a whip in it thanks that's, danny that's um, fine <laughs> <laughs> just, I, I i was not watching i was not paying attention i just i, I see whips and i'm in yeah it's fun the whip's really great like it's 
it's really generous about how you can save yourself. So if you fall down a really long pit, but you manage to whip at the 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 like the ledge above you, you can just mm. pull yourself back up, and it just feels like you're the greatest superhuman ever known to man. That's uh, what Indiana Jones did exactly in that film. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know Star Wars. Well, else <laughs> you been playing, Danny? <laughs> um, well, I finished um, 2018's God of War. Hell yeah. And I will, I will go on record and say that I was talking absolute shite. There we go. Um, <laughs> That's the game. <laughs> uh, it Clip was that. incredible. I, I was not gelling with it like at all because I, I was kind of just romping through and like it, it felt quite slow to me. And then I got to the bit where you where you get Mamiya's head and he becomes like this extra narrative guide. And he provides a little bit of, of conversation as you're ramping about and doing stuff. And then the story beyond that point starts to pick up and pick up and pick up. And I ended up just like so motivated to finish the story and I finished the story. And then because of how good the ending was, I just stayed in the game and I was just like exploring a bit um, afterwards. But yeah, it's great, mm-hmm. isn't it? I mean, I'm late on this take, but what a game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's really something. Uh, it's really something special. It's been three years what did you think about the reveal about uh your wayne being loki yeah they 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 snuck that in didn't they oh they fuck it they done me completely like i that's what i rarely did i get to the end of the game and i'm like oh yeah bastards but they actually they totally got yeah, me totally. yeah yeah right at the end because I, I was getting fucking so stressed out with with that little shite just being a prick and i'm like why are you being a prick why are you being such a chaotic <laughs> little prick and then at the end it's like my, my mom he's the god of chaotic little pricks <laughs> ah, <laughs> i am the god of pricks is it <laughs> he's the god of pricks that's, that's probably used to be fair that's what they're actually um, calling the sequel but they had to um just call it ragnarok instead yeah totally <laughs> Yeah, the, the the more I went back and replay it, the more I just think there's such a benefit to having a a, a director's hand guiding a very singular narr- a linear story to a start and a an end, but still having just such a, a a great vision of how to actually fill that with great gameplay and things to do and mm. uh, open world things like that. I'm, I'm glad yeah. I actually waited to to play it on my PS5 because it was it was stuttering along a little bit on my uh, on my PS4. Mm. Um, and it's, it, it looks a lot lovely nicer on PS5. on PS5. So, um, totally. yeah, I finished that, and then I I wanted to to get into something that would kind of take me a while, um, just to stop me buying games that I'm not going to play. So I picked up Mass Effect, and Mass Effect is a weird one for me because I remember it, uh, and my brother had it, and I sort of have memories of like him sat in his room playing it, and I would like dip in and just like see what he was doing, and I have like snapshots of, of the game from that but i never played it properly myself um but because i was so into halo and it mass effect was so halo adjacent in its themes and the time period mm-hmm. etc it's it feels really nostalgic to me even though i've never played it um <laughs> it's like an era it's like definitely like an era piece of that yeah, yeah. tone of of console sci-fi stuff yeah exactly and i'm about three hours in now i've picked up all the companions and i'm on my way to get uh liara the last one yeah. Uh, for for conduct, is this the legendary edition or are you doing yes. yeah. OGs? Imagine yeah. she bought the old ones like now. <laughs> I, I, I thought I honestly didn't suppose that Danny owns the old ones and like just wanted to crack them out and having never played them, that would not surprise me. I do, I do own the old ones because you can pick them up for like, for fuck's like sake. a, a of course quid. You do. And I was like, well, if I'm gonna go all in on the experience, I'm gonna like sit on my fucking PS5 and get the legendary edition. Um, and I'm, I'm having such a great time. Like it's clearly not 
you know, it's not Ratchet and Clank, is it, in the way that it plays, but it's really nice and it's it's a real snapshot of <laughs> like no ratcheting like i love that context for any game <laughs> <laughs> like the the era that it's from the era that it represents is just so comfortable and and like fun to me and i'm just i'm having such a great time with it because of the emotions that it kind of invokes like you know like when when you get a, got a game when you were at school and you were just desperate to play it all day and you'd like pelt home from school yeah, to fucking boot yeah. it up it gives me that vibes like i'm sat at work like raring mm-hmm. to fucking log off so i can go and play mass effects like i'm fucking that, that, 30 yeah that, that's that's me with black ops 4 you know really the yeah. really old stuff um. <laughs> yeah the, the really retro shit you know going back <laughs> years uh but yeah i'm, I'm having such a, a great time with it and I'm, I'm i'm properly excited to like get into the meat of it and get to two because i remember two the most and everyone talks about two being the game um yeah so i'm well, you will probably hear about Mass, a new recent game, Mass Effect Two, in the pod coming soon, <laughs> then, um, which we've actually already heard but from Jordan previously. But I, yeah, I, I booked it as a long-term project, you know, like something to to chip away at, and I'm I'm going to play stuff in between. But Mass Effect is going to be my long-running because I, I had Valhalla, and after your experience with Valhalla, <laughs> I was Mo- like, I'm looking at it like, shall I install it? Assassin's Creed Valhalla, <laughs> long-running fucking tumor of my but goddamn body yeah i just i couldn't be asked and when i when i want like a little assassin's creed tickle i boot up origins because i've still got side shit and dlc to do in that um so i'm fine i'm, I'm gonna yeet valhalla away and just play Mass you might you, i think you should try valhalla i mean like you might just vibe with it a lot more than i did i didn't i just don't I have the strength it. i don't I have just... the strength because i know how long it is and i know how convoluted it is and if I want to play Assassin's Creed, I'll just play the one that I like. So Good point. Well, I have to move us on because there's a hell of a lot I need to get yeah. through, folks. Yeah, we should. And the, f- the first one announced at the day of recording, which is about yesterday, was there's a new Nintendo Switch out. Open the heavens. It finally happened. It is the OLED edition, which is essentially a lot of ease of access stuff with obviously an OLED screen. Uh, it has a bigger... A has a bigger screen it has a better adjustable stand it has an ethernet LAN port uh in 2021 this is not a new switch this is a lot of shit like i can't the more i think about this today i can't believe it's so nintendo like they're charging mm-hmm. 50 more quid for a screen that will admittedly be a lot nicer and i think i think people forget the 3ds era like there is the 3ds 3ds xl 3ds 2ds the 3ds yeah, the, the new 3ds the new 3ds xl okay they took the piss towards the end but like rarely do their home console i think there's it's a confluence of things it's one this is existing alongside the nintendo switch and the switch Lite. this is going to be the third pillar according to their um mm-hmm. yeah their their advertising um and this is obviously influenced by the fact that everyone and their dad has been talking all year that this was going to be the Switch Pro, the Switch that was able to like put out like 4K visuals, the Switch that would make Switch games finally look good. And Nintendo have confirmed there is no change to the innards of this system. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah, it's just such small, minute changes that are seem like uh, only targeting people who haven't gotten a Switch who might want to get a proper one now that wouldn't appeal by the light, which is such a tiny uh, like section of the market, I think. Yeah, the, these yeah, updates uh, are like like so minute. It's like the Switch just came out and like somebody's uncle at Nintendo took the Switch home and gave it to their fucking nephew and he's gone, 
either the stand could be a bit bigger, my switch keeps falling over, and then his uncle's gone. All right, I'll make a note of that. I'll make a note of that. And that that's what it feels like. <laughs> it feels like shit they should have just put on the switch, but like fucked up. And they've just yeah, waited. It, it all does feel if it, it feels like a patch note. It does feel it, like a yeah, patch note. Yeah. Um, the, which, they, patch. which they could have done. I just can't believe. Yeah, it's like they've getting this. We, it's OLED, but it's still 720p and 30 fps. Like, what the fuck's the point in OLED if it's still 30 fps? Like, it, it just does not. It will make Hades look right. so nice. You'll be like, oh, <laughs> this is this is almost like playing it on PC. Um, I, I do like the bigger screen. I think that looks nice. Yeah. So it's. I, I wish it looked this, like that at launch. This should just replace the current switch and the lineup. Like it's mm. absolutely wild to me that this is like that is going to be people that want this that buy because it's coming in with white joy cons and with the blue red of like mm-hmm. the the classic switch the normal switch yeah they've just made it, it like redundant the classic one yeah completely <laughs> yeah, like it's yeah so, absolutely what happens now like do next year they announce a fourth member of the family and retire the current switch so that the oled slides into that and then we have Oh, they, they're, they're pushing no, the, the price up of the one that is going to become the standard base switch so they could charge even more for the pro in comparison to the prices if you're not getting if you're not going to switch then there's switch light which by the way i think was a legitimate alternate option i think a lot of us really considered getting a switch light because yeah, of the, yeah. just had the small like size not really needing to use a dock it was like a substantial different branch but this is just a better switch like it's just a slightly updated switch yeah now i'm just looking at my strange. current switch like the state of you <laughs> <laughs> i know you can't do anything why can't you be like that yeah why can't um, you be like the white switch yeah and like it's got the ethernet which is nice because but it's it's nice because they've got absolutely horrendous online multiplayer and they've built something that requires to make their games vaguely yeah. functional but like i'm holding my switch ethernet thing that goes into the usb and it cost me about fucking five pound off amazon right like, yeah it's not that big a deal like it's it's crazy that it never had one in the first place like that is <laughs> nintendo do such crimes that like the obvious things that they should do just get thrown aside because it's like well yeah it doesn't have an ethernet point port but in order to have voice chat you need to download an app so <laughs> i'm, I'm just... genuinely con- i'm genuinely convinced the creatives at nintendo only learned what the internet was in 2013 like that at that point they were like huh this crazy thing just came out guys like World Wide web and <laughs> they've been trying to catch up ever since can, can you imagine the the state of nintendo consoles if they didn't have other consoles to compare them to like they only have things like usb because other consoles have them and they're like okay fine he's bullied us into this boring modern design they would make consoles that were spheres like they would make the game sphere from drake and josh and it would just roll around your house (laughs) i would buy that game sphere man i forgot about the game sphere that's just activated a neuron in my brain that's not that's been laying dormant for many years i want a ball console I want a I, console the shape of Jordan's head. My head is also, not what, a ball. It's more of a an oblong. This would be so much better if they the did game actually dome. get. This would be so much game better if it did if it, if it did do 4K plugged in. Yeah, definitely. That would if it did. That anything, would be something. What What is this console when plugged in? It was just a switch. See if you're like me and you basically just play your switch plugged in. Like there is no reason. Smash cut to me having this in a couple of months, but there is absolutely yeah. no reason for me to get this. Like even if they made the dock a little bulkier and so they could add more like power to actually function with the 4K, like yeah, go for it, man. It's like I don't think I really care. It just mm, mm, yeah, strange. Nintendo. Yeah. I would oh, Nintendo. I'd still rather just like keep my 
normal switch in the dock and play on my TV and then buy a switch light for when I am playing things handheld if I was going to buy another switch. But also but Smash Cut was... to me buying it because it's white and it matches my PC. Yeah, the white <laughs> is nice. The white is nice. Uh, in different, I guess, leaked news was Call of Duty Slipstream, which is a, just a very bizarre name to me. I assume it's a code name. I, that, I extremely doubt this is an actual name, which was previously known as Vanguard. We've seen lots of whispers of that going around where Call of Duty is kind of trying to pretend that hasn't been leaked, but everyone already knows pretty much already what it's about. Yeah, uh, It's now popped up as Slipstream, which is appearing as like various bits and bobs from leakers, but also it's been seen as a PS5 alpha test. It's been data mined out, which oh. seems a lot more confirmed. So they have an alpha called Slipstream. It's about 35 gigs. It's a thing. It's real. The The leak from Vanguard said that this was meant to be set in the 50s in this alternate timeline when World War II never ended, uh, which... Some say it I, never I, did, if you think about <laughs> it. That's yeah, that's deep. A bit of satire on this pod. This is, uh, again, from Tom Henderson. Uh, bookmark that name for later, because it's gonna, he's been in the, the usual lot this of week. Enemy like, I know, <laughs> just like the number one leaker of all Activision things. Uh, oh, and all things at the moment. He's now become this level when it comes to Battlefield and Call of Duty, he's been the main leaker guy. And now later on, we'll talk about how he was the main leaker for GTA 6, because people are just give sending him things now, because he's just the guy you send things to. Yeah, how does he, uh, how does he get away with it? He's just... You just you just build a reputation. He's got like every CEO drunk at a party. He just fucking makes up. He's talking pesh. Where's my fortune? He makes he it up and leaks it, and EA goes, "Ah, that's good." That, and then they put it in their game. <laughs> they make it in two days <laughs> and confirm it later on. <laughs> yeah. But excellent. Um, so in terms so, of in terms of the new COD, not to bring this podcast down by mentioning sports, but typically, um, the new COD hype cycle begins at the nba finals which are about to happen so mm. we're on the schedule for this to maybe debut during the finals and like have the advertisement and be like oh the alpha is happening in like in a week or whatever because you presume that if it's on if it's on the psn it's ready to be pushed live so mm. yeah yeah it's being put up there see. um this, this one's being done by sledgehammer that did uh, good well, did W over two? Um, so it makes sense that they're kind of continuing that. Also, did Advanced um, Warfare though? So, ooh, the best yeah, I'm, I'm still not into World War Two stuff at the moment. I did never really. I dipped into it with Battlefields, but never played uh, World War Two for COD. Didn't look yeah. very appealing to me. But, I played you know it. What? It was okay, but like, I want, I want jetpacks, you know. But Cold War multiplayer was a bit pish, so I'm just trying to hope that the. I bet. A bit fucking better. hell! You don't. Oh, sorry, you very... don't like playing Nooktown a hundred times in a row. <laughs> very pish but we'll see when more comes forward uh in other news uh earlier on it was released announced that ghost of shima director's cut was happening has this whole entire new region with new story it has a bunch of new characters environments bunch of uh at new trophies just new loads of stuff it's not like a oh we're gonna add a few technical things and maybe add a few extra dialogue options like it's a whole new expansion for the ps5 which is pretty cool uh are you excited for that jordan I am. Um, I really enjoyed Ghost of Tsushima, and as I always say when we talk about it, it has a really hardcore fan base, and it hit with the public a lot more than it did with most of the press. So, mm-hmm. um, the PS Five upgrade that they've already put out that just jacks up the frame rate is already really nice. So, when they're, I'll be interested to see when they mess about with that a bit more. I wish it was like it's like twentieth of August or something like that. Just put it out in July. Come on, 
Give, yeah. us, give us something. You can't seriously expect me to play Skyward Sword. It's fucking 2021. Come on. <laughs> Please don't make us play Skyward. Anything else. Uh, the thing I noted was interesting was the kind of upgrading and seeing what's going to happen with future games like this. So basically, let me uh, lay out for you. Uh, if you are upgrading from the PS4 source uh, update, source game of Ghost of Tsushima to PS5, it'll cost you about fifteen ninety nine uh, to get like the to get to the director's cut, which is makes sense because it's like a new expansion, basically like a, a, a new DLC plus yeah. that's PS4 to PS4. If you want to go to PS5, it's twenty five ninety nine because you're getting the director's cut and you're getting all the PS5 things attached to it. Um, but if you buy Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut on PS4, which is coming out on PS4, and for example, maybe you get a PS5 and want to upgrade to PS5, that costs you exactly £9, which is interesting because it's basically just that's what Sony is saying is the price of the PS5 functionality, which is, uh, I think uh, I've got Eurogamer's list here, which is listed out quite nicely, which is the 4K resolution, 4K 60fps, Dual sense controller stuff, have to feedback, adapter triggers, the 3D audio of the headphones that no one fucking has. Um, I have them. <laughs> yes, I know you do, Jordan, but no one else has. Who the hell buys that thing except Jim Ryan and you? Um, <laughs> the boys. And- <laughs> Otherwise known as the boys. When people say the boys, that's what they're talking about. Uh, lip sync for Japanese voiceover and ability to transfer safe progress. Uh, what do you think of that? Do you think that's worth uh, paying an extra £9 for? No, but um, the thing is, like, <laughs> Short answer. It's, it's definitely not, but like they are in an unfortunate position where they have put themselves, they, they put themselves in this position where like their stuff on PS5 is £70. So they cannot be seen to have this like, have this effect, what they are probably going to advertise is basically like a 1.5 be the same price across both because people would just like, yeah, PS4 get a PS4 or, version and upgrade. Yeah, so uh, it, it's an awkward position, but I don't, like, who is going to, I mean, presumably there will be some people, but I can't imagine someone buying it, well, I suppose the PS5s are hard yeah, like, so maybe, yeah. It makes, I know I know something you're saying, though, like, you can't, you can't charge PS4 people that much that amount of money because it doesn't have PS5 functionality with it, but you also can't let people just, if you've, if you've committed £70 as your new pricing, you can't just let people upgrade and and do that so they have to do that but yeah. honestly they, sh- they should have like taken the taken the hit on this and made this 160 and just be like well it's like a, it's, a, it's an expansion to an older game like this is yeah exactly special kind of case but like the pricing on, I, 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 I got the ps5 store up the now just to like have a mess about and see if it was it, it is up to pre-order but like it doesn't seem to want to work with my version because i've got mine as yeah. a code so um but like I f- Deathloop is fifty three ninety nine on the on the PS five. What um, a bargain. And Back for Blood is fifty nine ninety nine. Hilariously not, not a on bargain. Far Cry six is eighty nine ninety nine because they, That's the ultimate that's the ultimate edition. Yeah, <laughs> they, they they placed the ultimate edition as like the face. Um Game of the Year Battlefield twenty forty two, sixty two ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, 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 the I, standard I, edition it's seven oh that's a 70 pound game if you have ea access it's 62 99 fucking hell if you, have, uh, if you have xbox game pass um you can play it for uh, <laughs> <laughs> six quid a month five pence <laughs> no but, but battlefield has the own game pass 
Battlefield is one of the ones they showed that wasn't. Back for Blood is, though. Back for Blood is, yeah. Yeah, which is interesting, because Battlefield's been very consistently available to anyone with EA access, or, like, maybe the premium ones for, like, quite a good price. Like, mm-hmm. Battlefield 1 and Battlefield 5, I remember you could just have it with EA, EA access, but I think they're charging a bit higher for the new one, which is, I guess, fair yeah, enough. They're, you they're, could treating, ride a they're treating it the way they treat. So every year when, like, the sports games come out, you, I think they'll probably do the same thing, where if you have EA access, you get 10 hours um, for, of, like, a free trial. And then you need to pay for it. Or if you have EA Access Ultimate, I think it's called on the PC, uh-huh. you just get it. But that's yeah. like a PC only thing. The same and way Ubisoft rem- charges like fifty pound a month for all their games or whatever. But I, I, I've actually pretty sure I've gotten EA Access, the premium version, in the past because it's weirdly affordable. You pay like yeah. twenty quid for the whole year, and you just have like a bunch of like sixty quid priced games. Yeah. Just, yeah. just to have. It's like that's, that's why I've played but Battlefield I don't want Five. To play on the PC. I'm not that good. I want a controller. <laughs> Are you PS Five scrubs? He admitted. He admitted. You do know you can use a controller on your computer, right, Jordan? No, that's not true. <laughs> right. That is actually can, not can true. Can't use a controller fair. for fucking Microsoft Excel or whatever you fucking PC nerds do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dan, Danny, I feel like you've done right. a lot of PS4 to PS5 upgradey stuff. Like, would you like? pay a nine quid to to get the ps5 version or would you just stick with ps4 um i think so yeah in the scenario i think so like if it was like nine quid to upgrade uh god of war i would have paid it but i only paid like 20 quid for god of war on a sale um Mm -hmm. so it's whatever i'd want i'd want the 4k 60 fps yeah if it was a game good upgrade if it was a game i was gonna pour like like above 50 hours in which you know Mm -hmm. i i I'm getting there with God of War, and I will with with a lot of games. Then, yeah, I think I think it's worth it. And I think like, if I'm if I'm going to take advantage of of the hardware, I might as well. But it also sort of feels like taking the piss as well, um, hmm. in a kind of way. We're in an, we're kind of in an awkward stage. So now we're like like the there is there is the kind of honeymoon period of oh yeah all the ps5 versions everything is just going to be free like if you go on yeah the playstation 5 store there's literally a tab like a tab that's like upgrade to upgraded for ps5 and it's stuff like mm-hmm. crash spider the spider-man's no man's yeah. sky yakuza's all that shit but gotcha, um, there will uh there will come a time oh you can upgrade Assassin's when, so- when um, sony wants the money yeah, yeah. What Daddy Jim wants, Daddy Jim gets. You yeah, know? it's it's a weird one because like the the PlayStation Plus collection and things like that, they're making it really enticing for people like me who have missed out on a bunch of like Sony exclusives and have just upgraded to a PS5. Like it's great, it's great for for people like me, but for people like you, Jordan, who have played everything and you're moving to PS5 and it's kind of like, what do I do now? And oh, you've got the option to upgrade Ghost of Tsushima for a tenner yeah is that um, enticing well i think i think i think in my case it would it would be the 25.99 because it, i would need to get the like it's like you yeah. just you just upgrade the base version like to get the dlc you have to pay like 25.99 mm. or whatever um yeah or but i mean i'm not gonna be paying fucking anything let's be real here but it's, it's more of a, right. it's more of like a it's more of a symbolic thing like it, oh. it this is the very niche thing of if you have the director's cut on the PS4, you buy it new, and then you upgrade on the PS5 later on, yeah. you have to pay £9. This it, is not a common transaction that's yeah. going to happen, but it is what Sony is saying, this is what the PS5 functionality costs in extra to PS4. They like, also the- need, uh, like, yes, 
and like they need a way for this they needed this because there is like steps that can happen for you to be in this situation and they don't want it to be where someone bought it on ps4 and there's no path so they would just be like mm-hmm. well if you want all the ps5 shit fucking buy it for 70 so like mm-hmm. it's kind of weird i actually noticed that the the cross so this isn't the first game to to, to do paid cross-gen upgrades cod did it cod is a tenor cross-gen upgrade mm. but that's like perennially on sale for five pounds so it's the kind of yeah. thing that like i bet you i wouldn't be surprised in a year if they're just like just fucking it's fine just, yeah just fucking take some tea. yeah you, like you i just like the grandma putting a little bit of tenor in your your hands so like <laughs> closing your face like tenor? Oh, take, fucking take that hell, you are posh a tenor? <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually rounded it down it's probably about 20 quid to be Danny honest Danny got a lump of coal I got a check um, half a party I got yeah I got shares in like my my family company uh, I got they just had me bonds uh, talking of lots of money uh, Pokemon Go is hitting its fifth year anniversary oi, oi. and is now marked to five billion in revenue which is a lot of Jesus money Christ. five billiono and it is consistently continually making money and consistently getting popular players year by year. Danny, I feel like you cover Pokemon Go a lot in games biz because it's one of those big financial blights. Uh, it is. On the whole, th- global. Like, it's a very worldwide game, this. Big moneymaker, big mobile game. It's definitely in my remit. Um, but it's... I think it's done really well. Um, obviously. Sure you think? Hot That's not bad. I think they... They weathered the storm and became a little bit of an anomaly, especially because it was, it just became so difficult to be a location-based game during a, yeah. a pandemic. Like and, and like mm-hmm. all of them had to go shit, 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 shit. The, the, the whole purpose of our game is fucked. What do we do? And loads of them just kind of failed to pivot, and loads went under. Like fucking um, Minecraft Earth just shut down, and it's mm-hmm. uh, it's not like like. Mojang are, yeah, that's are going, that, that's what I find yeah. running out of money we should uh, we should stop putting money into this mobile game like obviously but even before on. the pandemic I just found that really interesting like there was loads of people who took a shot at being the next Pokemon Go and riding the Pokemon Go thing and they all kind of flopped on their face like even Niantic they- took a shot with Wizards Unite <laughs> yeah. a game that I played fucking obsessively for a week and I was like this is wank exactly yeah. like like they got Harry Potter on it and that even that failed Harry fucking Potter see to be fair I don't think that actually failed I think that probably still makes a lot of money quietly but it, it did not have it's like Pokemon Go moment where like yeah yeah like, that is like that is that fucking summer of 2016 is indescribable how strange it was and like people think because that fad ended that pokemon go went away but i still played pokemon go fairly regularly and the people like i was in like local groups for like paisley pokemon go oh players. mate mate and, yeah and yeah. people would people would spend like 200 quid a week on coins and mm-hmm. just like because it's what they do they don't play other games they don't fucking go to the pub they just fucking play pokemon go yeah yeah i was i, I was I that think... guy i i still run my local pokemon go facebook group it's got like five thousand members in oh, i, I haven't opened the game that. for yeah, three you're... years and I'm, they're just like anyone know where i can get a shiny clancy and i'm like fuck knows mate i just log on to like clancy? delete the racist clancy? clancy who the fuck's clancy, clancy. <laughs> shiny clancy is a guy that hangs about at the shiny back of the pub and sells you gear and they seen shiny and they seen shiny clancy <laughs> Podcast oh, title. Anyone Clancy's, seen shiny Clancy? Clancy's at a bath. Yeah, look at this guy. <laughs> I don't, what are we even trying to say? Shiny Clancy. Shiny Clancy. 
I'm, I'd like to make an alert, everyone, that I might be talking on my arse when I say this, but I'm pretty sure I'm right uh, that the Venn diagram of mobile games and Pokemon is means it has grown exponentially like dynamite success in Asia because yeah there's it's a lot. it's absolutely massive in in Japan obviously but like the the location based because the location based stuff is so based on population density mm. places like the, the best time I ever had was playing Pokemon Go in New York because I caught like 15 Mewtwo across the five days I was mm-hmm. there and every raid you would go to there'd be like 60 people there and this was in like 2019 so it's like yeah three yeah. years post peak but because and also I would sit in my hotel room and you could just constantly spin Pokestops the problem is where I live out in the fucking sticks the closest Pokestops like five minutes away and I can't spin any of them from where I sit like in my office so it was like yeah I can like open it and see what's here but it really I feel like it's yours good point I, I, um, I feel like the people that didn't stop playing it are the people that it was very easy for to play like if you're in a pure major metropolitan totally area, yeah yeah if you walk into the, the if you walk into the shops you walk past like three gyms like th- yeah. multiple poker stops my sister is living in hong kong at the moment um uh-huh. and to tell you about fucking population density and popular like uh japanese chinese players who are playing it like the pokemon go communities they're absolutely massive so mm. she's kind of in heaven there the uh, yeah, probably just, just running about throwing again. grenades at her and she's like, "Wait a minute, there's a fucking shiny Clancy right here. Come on!" <laughs> the the police, the police trying to trying to stop a, a, a protest. Like, no, it's just a raid, mate. It's <laughs> 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 confused. Uh, but no, it's, uh, I think it, it it did hit that sweet spot of uh, like everybody loves Pokemon. It's it's just iconic, and it it, it has such an, an addictive but non-invasive yeah. formula compared to a lot of mobile games and there is premium things to do but you don't need to pay to to have the base things to do the raids to to catch mm-hmm, the pokemon yeah. to like you know it, the core functionality is, is fine and i think it's got a little yeah. bit more invasive in recent years because you can buy like like raid passes and that kind of evolved yeah. a little bit fucking, but the random eggs really put me off like the fucking yeah. box nature of the eggs is horrible but like they nailed and they still do this they hang out the back of the original 151 so frequently mm-hmm. that no matter when you join, there's always going to be a chance to be like, oh, there's fucking Charmander, there's Squirtle. Like, yeah. literally, the yeah. five-year anniversary, like, event is... It's actually started. I'm going to load up. I'm, uh, I'm going to do that, yeah. <laughs> is, like, all the starters from the past, like, however many generations being, like, in the wild. So it's, it's one of those things. They know that their bread and butter for getting new people in is the classics, mm-hmm. but... The people that spend all the money are the ones that want to fucking do like two hundred raids in a day and like drive about in big groups and stuff like that. That used to be me. I used to love just driving yeah, yeah. Out I, I, there, used, there was this massive like sort of almost scandal where I live because um, when it came out, they put three Pokestops in a row uh, at this place that is really notorious in Holford Dogging. <laughs> And there was this big fucking uproar because Pokemon Go players were just sitting in this dogging spot, like farming fucking, like putting lures on the stops and just sitting there. And like all of the the dogging community was just like real mad because they couldn't go dogging because it was just such a fucking Pokemon nerds. Dogging? In the the fucking spot. And that was really funny. It's called Growling, come on. All I can think of when you say dogging is that one clip from Carpool. Car share? Uh, car share, sorry. Dogging. 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 Aye, dogging. Didn't know that was in. Good, good. Fucking um, different times. Different times. Yeah, Better days. Exactly, exactly. 
better, better dogging days than Danny's <laughs> dogging past. Dogging days. Um, <laughs> the dogging days are over. Uh, uh, this week we also What's have this podcast about games. We're basically, the end now. some of which we talked at at the state of play that's happening this Thursday. We will talk about that next week, but. Bef- a little quickly what's the vibe i know they've not they're saying there's gonna be no god of war stuff and no no horizon uh, what's no the, vr no horizon it's just stuff loop, isn't it? it's just just yeah it's definitely a lot of death loop 20 minutes and indie yes. pitch, so we'll we're, we're oh, hopefully gonna talk did you see death loop so. and indie pitch no no i really need to show up <laughs> to that i'll just be there to see if jim rocks up but we'll hopefully talk over it on thursday evening it's like 10 o'clock uk time but we'll keep you updated on that hell Yes. Right, we've we got to talk about GTA 6. Oh, Sorry, dude, everyone. Dude, fucking hell. It's not real. Yes, we it's do. Not an it's not coming out. They're not <laughs> even making it. Rockstar's shutting down. Um, this just We're in. announcing it here. That's No, don't say that because some leakers going to be like, Rockstar's shutting down. <laughs> the Battlefield guy's on it Conf- right now. He's posting it to Resetra. Conf- how, how dare you not name Tom Henderson, the legend <laughs> Tom God. Henderson? Look, I just called like a Pokemon Tom Clancy. Um, I'm he's off got, it. He's got more clout than the, the leading game journalist running today. <laughs> Uh, so last week, the room, there was a rumour from Big Henderson who was basically saying, oh, I got some DMs that said this. So everyone's like, okay, pal, sure. Right. Uh, but this is the guy that, that leaked all the Battlefield stuff and also the new COD stuff that ends up being very true. So people were like, oh, maybe he's onto something. And later on, uh, Big Schreier uh, leaned his head in being like, ah, yeah, that's right. That's true. Don't know where he got that stuff from, but God, good on him, good on you, Jason. Uh, those things were... That it was not going to be this uh, 80s uh, Las Americas, whatever the fuck it was. It's going to be modern day version of Vice City, which is the GTA version of Miami. And it's going to have... The new thing was that it was it's going to be this evolving world. So there's going to start with this moderately sized map, which I, I assume in GTA 6 means like the size of a fucking planet. Yeah, um, size of fucking and it'll, actual America. And it will gradually expand over time, which I guess is a means a bigger version of what they did with GTA Online. We're like, oh, there's a new casino here, but maybe, oh, there's a new, like, section of the map here, which is, sounds kind of crazy. Yeah, I, I wonder if it'll just be, like... Because, like, obviously there's, like, construct... There was always construction work going on in GTA Five, and people were like, oh, in fucking three years' time, they'll add an update where that skyscraper's actually there, and the only time that actually really came to fruition was with the casino, as you say. But, like, Something like that would be cool in terms of, like, actually feeling like... Like, you can... If you just fuck about in GTA, it feels like you're playing the same day over and over again. But some kind of actual, like, maybe seasons would be a cool thing to do. Sure. I, they're definitely... I think they're going to, like, lean in on the success of GTA Online, which is just yeah. absolutely mammoth. I think they're going to maybe try and envelop that sense of, of what Fortnite and Roblox doing with... Uh, the do, I, do, I, do, I, do I have to say the word metaverse on this podcast? Okay. See, but like, but like yeah, for, yeah. No, go ahead. Um, my point was that Fortnite kind of fell into that. Like, I think Fortnite are very impressive and very smart where they did that stuff. And Roblox are doing that stuff as well. But that's a lot of uh, big companies trying to kind of cash out on kids, to be honest. I think I want to see what Rockstar do with like 10 years of just fucking thinking about how to do this in like, oh, don't worry, take two are also people trying to cash in on kids, don't make me me wrong. (laughs) But like creative teams working on how to actually do this properly from the start instead of adding on like, oh, now we've made this great game, let's add on all this extra content over time to keep making money. 
let's actually do it from the beginning with a plan. Oh, come on. Rockstar is definitely going to do that. Content. They're going to take every opportunity to just add new things and charge more for it. That's, no, like that's what model. I mean, but I'm saying like... Well, but they, don't, of, they don't charge for their updates. So that's like Rockstar very much don't charge for their new shit. They charge for the shark cards and the 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 high end the high end cars like they they charge for like the the luxury the stuff. Yeah, yeah, but it's, yeah. it's it's i think it's it's seedy in a way that they add content that very much relies on you having the things that the microtransactions provide and it's either oh look this new thing See, is in the game and it's 16 million fucking dollars and you can either i think I think that's that's, that, that, yeah. that's my point though. That's my point though. I'm saying I'm saying it. GTA Six could move away from just like we're gonna just add on, clap on little add-ons that the the, the core players will want to buy and spend on with loot boxes, and actually be like, let's actually get chunks of game added on in that kind of seasoned way. Like it won't be like, mm. oh, you can get you can now start a, a nightclub with like lots of money it's like oh you can now go to this entire new island that's over here also i would just i would circle back to that point about like i think that the the stuff that you need to buy shark cards for seems a lot if you're not in that kind of ecosystem but if like if gta online is to you what warzone is to me you have that money actually getting the money in the game is fairly easy like it's just it's a kind of impenetrable to to start and it's yeah, but yeah. we we had we had mates that were just that would just like do glitches and scripts to try and just like <laughs> grind out money just just to buy like a nice yeah. car and like the thing. Yeah, that was like... the case like back in the day, but now like we played it. A, me like me and the Bulls played it, and at least two of them had never logged into GTA Online, and they could get whatever they wanted. Like they have, they acknowledge that people want to do the heists and people want to do the casino shit, mm. so they they give you an avenue to do that. I honestly mm-hmm. think that GTA Six won't have gta online attached to it i think gta online will spin off into its own thing so as it I. will when yeah. it comes out on the ps5 like it is coming out on the ps5 before gta 5 is and whatever the new location is in gta 6 will get rolled into like you yes. will go to the airport in los santos and fly there like they are not it will do the wars the, the wars no, model yeah there is no world in which they bend that map no. and all that content, especially when they're fucking gussying out for PS5. Like, there's no chance. So, I think, like, GTA 6 is, like, an interesting prospect as, like, this big single-player epic. And I think GTA Online need like, people need to divorce the idea that this is the same game. Like, it's not just the multiplayer mode of GTA 6. It's a separate game entirely. So, mm-hmm we'll see yeah. i think well they, they've, they've started agree. to do that with red dead online and yeah you know it's it's completely separate to red dead 2 now so it's yeah we'll see what yeah that's would you like red some dead breaking though. news oh what um, oh, give the, us some the nintendo news. switch oled model is up for pre-order at game guess the price 350 309.99 oh that that oh. tracks because it's 349 in dollars yeah compared to okay. the normal switch which is well, no, isn't the normal switch like two seven nine? Yeah, the the normal switch is two eighty. So you're paying like Fuck thirty that. quid more for yeah, that's... thirty quid more for the screen. Well, that's not that bad, I don't think. It's, it's like you it's, pay it's, fifty it's... quid, you pay fifty dollars more, so the, the like the yeah, that's that's the... wild. Like who, like if you're buying a new switch, who isn't gonna pay the thirty quid more? I mean, a lot of people yeah. won't. Um, but... I, I bet you they stop producing old switches. They're just getting them all out now. Like they, they need to. They're they're flushing the channels of like the old model and uh 
I could yeah. I could see the old model switch going down to like two fifty. Just not. It not reminded me of the. Or, it or kind of reminded me of the the PS3 Slim, like when they was like, oh, here's like a smaller one, I guess. Oh, the super! I've got my super, my George Foreman Super Slim is fucking sitting down. What <laughs> a shit console, man! But I had to buy it because my P, like I had the original PS3, and then I got a PS3 Slim, and the PS3 Slim died the day Last of Us came out, and I was like, fuck no, this is not happening to me. So I just went and bought a Super Slim for the four months before the PS4 came out. Um, Christ! But I still have a functional PS3, so. They can do much okay. with it. Fucking throw it in the reservoir. <laughs> Alright, yeah, Jim. That's, that's up. That's up for pre-order now. If you want to get one, if you have uh, brain ones. Don't be, don't be shilling for Nintendo. Fucked. Don't be plugging game links in this fucking pod. Link in the description. Link affiliate the link. Yeah. They can sponsor us. Do code, if... code overload. <laughs> we get. Fuck we game, get 100% if, you into, if you go into a game uh, retail establishment, overload condones you shoplifting, especially if it, especially if it's the one that our pal works on. Excellent. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, go up and ask if they've got any PS5s in. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then get real shitty when they uh, don't. <laughs> Straight on the day. Uh, and then maybe if it's Final a woman, like, ask her for a number while you're making purchase. They really like that. Definitely. Do it. Do yeah, it, absolutely. Do it, do it. Final GTA 6 ones and one before we can move on is that uh, Dan Hauser a few months ago was, was reported as leaving. They're a mix of like a lot of people at Rockstar High, senior and Rockstar have been leaving because Take Two just seem like kind of arseholes. Um, that's not I'm just <laughs> stating that business as an analysis right there official business i think they just seem like dickheads uh and he's left and he's now officially as last week founded a new studio called absurd ventures in games he's founded two technically uh uh trademark names one absurd ventures and two absurd ventures in games second i think is a fucking terrible name um personally but that kind of shows that he's not doing just games episode adventures its own like entertainment thing and games is like a separate thing so maybe doing tv and film stuff maybe doing I'm not sure uh but what do you think that means for gta 6 and what do you think he might be up to next? well he's not working on gta 6 and it's probably a completely separate thing so probably fuck all um i mean like is that like is that going to negatively reflect the kind of creative the creative core story because the, the hauser bros have been working on for ages i think sam hauser's still there uh, sam hauser's still there but the fucking creative team at rockstar like the idea that these things are made in a vacuum by like two people writing these fucking two million word scripts is just so like fantasy like fanciful at this point mm. like mm-hmm. it, there is a mountain of people working on that game and like in, in the same way that people give Kojima too much credit for uh, people on this, people speaking right now give Kojima too much credit for the games he makes. Um, I think people look at the Housers as if like it's still the fucking PS2 era and they are mm-hmm. make or break whether or not these things would be good. But I think they're it'll be it'll be fine. Plus, I honestly think the writing in GTA needs a kick up the arse. Like, yeah, I agree. Like the the satire of American of like Americana in 2013 felt a little bit rote like in 2025 <laughs> like what the fuck is it going to be like yeah you don't want you, you don't want to do the battlefield the no the borderlands 3 thing where everyone's like are we still doing this mm. like yeah. it's it like, feels like south park at this point like it feels yeah. like like th- th- like you have not you have one joke but like you could write the gta script for the past like eight years of america and be fair yeah, like close. america capitalism boring yeah. they're all they're that's all, why the red uh, dead fan and so narcissistic good, yeah they had basically nothing to go on and it's like a, it's like a character all they had was like red dead one has these characters in this place you need to kind of work red dead 2 to end at that point but then you have all this fucking room to do whatever you want yeah whereas mm-hmm. like 
GTA, I hope GTA 6 has that kind of freedom and there's no edict of like oh we need to make like a trump character it's like yeah we need to we need to, we need to make a statement for the world yeah, yeah. It, it, i one thing i really hope is that they actually get some more diverse writers because uh, like back in 2013 you there's a, there's a lot of black stories in gta is a lot of black characters and something about like the hauser brothers being the lead like story writing and all those things just seemed a bit off uh in gta yeah. 5 i think that would fly less today um if with with I just yeah I just really hope they actually get it has less of a, a white man print on it because yeah. because like the, the, the Hauser's approach to like uh, inner city and like black experience is like they've watched Boys in the Hood a couple of times like yeah yeah like, that's yeah. what it always felt like especially with something like San Andreas where that was like eighties Compton movies the game mm-hmm. and when it was something like San Andreas which was so cartoony and like the same way that Vice City was Scarface the game. But mm-hmm. in the modern era, when things are more realistic, and obviously that's rock stars like Bread and Butter is making these things that are like indistinguishable from like film, like they're so filmic, um, they do really need to have. And I'm sure these are all things that are being thought about and are being actioned upon right now. Um, if that game really is 2026, who knows what state the actual story is in you imagine the people i said this before but you imagine the people working on it the now are just fucking building the city because that must take the vast majority oh of the yeah time. Like, oh yeah oh yeah um so we'll we'll see this will unfortunately not be the last time we talk about gta 6 with basically nothing to go on <laughs> but it's interesting it's always an but interesting it's, topic it's it's good to know that, that that stuff's been like all but confirmed um yeah. And it's much more likely to happen because now we actually have a bit of a vision of what it's going to be like, which is interesting. I don't know. I don't uh, trust gaming insiders. Where's my fucking 4K Switch? How, don't talk about Tom like that. Tom's a close personal friend of the show. Um, in overload coverage, if you are interested to see what we're talking about the Switch and when I go, hey, what's going on with all this? Uh, Jordan did a, a video um, yesterday talking about the Switch trailer. So if you want to look over it and see his thoughts, you can go and watch that. If you're interested in what I was talking about in Phantom Abyss, me and Jordan play through it on our series Future Class. We play early access games and come back to them in the future. And do you guys want to talk about our upcoming site features? I'm not sure what the timeline is of what's coming out today and I, I never know this kind of um, stuff. Fe- features coming soon. I don't want to say anything just because I've not actually nailed down when things are going to come out, but we have some in the chamber but we're also looking, so if you have an idea, uh, hit us up at the old uh, the the pitch us button on overload.co.uk. Don't put oh, all those God. thoughts in there. That was just me <laughs> losing my mind. And we probably going to be streaming the state of play on Thursday. At, at least one of us will be time. talking over that. There will be something yeah. on that. So, excellent. That, um, that's all the goods. I have some Patreon questions for you if you like. The Patreons. Sure. The path. I've heard of them. Elderly Goose asks, who do you think the last Smash Bros. DLC is going to be? Jim Ryan. That's how I was immediately going to say that as well. Um, Atreus. I don't, I don't know what the current Smash roster is. Um, yeah, I know nothing about so, Smash Bros., to be honest. So they announced the other day that, well, Sakurai said there is one more character and then we're stopping with Ultimate, you fucking nerd. Oh, really? So, yeah. Um, it's been um, a long time. Fucking... Waluigi, get him in. Get, yeah, put, yeah. Put him in. That, is, that, that would be a great slam dunk. Like, I, know, I, I want him to be ridiculously overpowered. Like, if you pick him, you'll just win the game. Yeah. And it's like, and, they're, and the, the Smash Bros. community are like, what the hell? This is breaking the whole game. And they tend to like, don't care. And they're never working it ever again. No other changes. Put no another patches. fucking Fire Emblem character in there for a laugh. 
Just yeah, make one up. Like, this is Splunk. He's from the, he's from the game. <laughs> this is Forgot. This now. is Forgire from this anime game from 2005. It's yeah. like great, cool. I love him. I think they have um, to put. I think it, they have to put Waluigi, and it's just it wouldn't be fair. But I, I, I'm. Oh my god. I'm trying to think who's but in there. But haven't they got? Like, haven't Sora haven't Kingdom Hearts? Like Kingdom Hearts. I think they should put in Markiplier, the YouTuber. I think they should put, put in, in Mark Brown, the YouTuber. Put in <laughs> just a bloke, <laughs> John McGinn. Okay. Put in um, Aaron Bain. His special move is is never mind. Uh, special move is getting married. Congratulations. Well engaged. Ah, hopefully they get married. That's the, the end game, isn't it? Really. <laughs> <laughs> congratulations. congratulations to Aaron Bain for getting engaged uh, we apologize uh, you're now a committed person in a relationship and not a sex offender as we have previously stated on <laughs> yeah, the show yeah that absolves you famously <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah, having you a that, wife absolves you from list. sex crimes it's, it, it's like a green card you know like when they take you off the list if you do that it's like yeah. oh well clearly someone loves them you oh, know that makes so much sense yeah, when still you think down. about it right Thank you, Danny. I'm glad you agree. <laughs> Ginger Jordan asks, what's been the strange experience you've had that's come directly from you being in the games industry? Meeting Shuhei Yoshida in an RS McCall's. <laughs> the, the Yoshida story meeting in RS McCall's comes up like every podcast, yeah. as it should, because it's, it's bizarre. Yeah, there is, there, it's never going to get topped, apart from, like, unless like we fucking, we're in LA and like I bump into someone and it turns around and goes like, oh, sorry, and it's fucking Jim Ryan. Like, that would be the, a picture of me and Jim Ryan is endgame for Overlord. <laughs> um, but yeah, meeting Shuhei Yoshida and RS McCall's was the weirdest moment. Uh, I guess the answer is probably Overlord launch for me. That was fucking bizarre. Mm-hmm. That was wild. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how else to describe Just like, abs- this overwhelming crazy shit happening in a space of like two weeks. Um, and to... just being able to be like oh we should probably chat to mike bethel this person that you fucking bought action figures of these games for and, people <laughs> DM and be like do i do this that uh... i can't that's one of the the, the closest total he's ever had for an interview and it was week yeah. one like <laughs> like oh my, mike's out on friday i was like what <laughs> yeah that was that was that, that was a weird one for me what about you danny getting verified um i, I don't know I, I, there's a few that i can't disclose on the podcast um there's probably some weird, like, ins- like installment gaming festival, um, bizarre things yeah, that have, have have gone on. I don't know. I think I, I, I think I, I met Tim Schafer, um, at Rest, um, and mm. he was eating a pie. He was just he was just mm-hmm. sat famously. Yeah, it was just him. He was just sat having a pie, ha- having a nice time, and it wasn't weird. It was just kind of surreal because I yeah. like really liked Tim Schafer, and he was just. He was just like it was the first uh, games industry event I went to, and I was like quite overwhelmed. Like Brendan Green was there, Tim Schafer was there. There was a few people there. When you had like Team Rock there at that point, was that like really early on? Uh, No, this was just as I'd started at at Steel. Um, It was the first rest I went to as a Steel Media employee, and it was just Mm -hmm. yeah, it was it wasn't weird, but I think it was just kind of the point where I was like properly mingling with games with pie eaters. And now it just... Sorry, sorry, I shouldn't say pie eaters. That's kind of a slur where you're from, isn't it? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. But uh, I, yeah, I, I don't know. There's there's probably... If I really thought about it, there's going to be tons of, of things and... I don't know. Getting recognised in the cat house was weird. I will, I'll tell you the undisclosed ones <laughs> if you subscribe to uh, the Patreon. Getting knocked out in the cat house is weird, but that's a different story, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I told you you couldn't take a picture that was with my bird. Like, come on. <laughs> No one's no one gets that. <laughs> no one knows what cows is. Uh, 
Everybody knows who the cat house is. Come on, everyone's bare the cows. Everyone's 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 flirted a thirteen year old. Not really. It's like Scottish spiders, isn't it? Exactly, it's true. Spiders. Um, Oh, mate. Doesn't you? You just don't get hull bars, Jordan. Me and me and Danny were in the know. Um, you've got to you've got to Greg come to asked, hall once so I can take John spiders because it is just like imagine cat house actually, but on a actually, wanna, grand uh, scale. We're we're already over scheduled, but can we talk about spiders for like a, l- a little yeah, bit? Go for it. Can we bring uh, up the menu for spiders? Bring up the menu. Um, yeah, I want to bring up um, spiders hull drinks. It's a real place you can look it up. It's like nearby Danny. I've seen it. The website's incredible. Let me link it. Um, it's at spidersnightclub.com slash drinks. Oh my god, that place looks good. I've never compared the cat house to this place ever. <laughs> no, you just... Look at the prices of the drinks. Look at, it's Look an at the experience. Prices. Stella Artois, £1.60 per pint. <laughs> Vodka, whiskey, white rum, gin, 80 pence per okay, tot. What you have to understand about spiders and, and, and Hull's night scene in general is that it's so bad that nightclubs generally don't last that long because they just can't get the custom, they can't really afford to stay open, so they have like a lifespan and then they close down. But Spiders has been there, and it's not even in town, it's on like a fucking dual carriageway, and it's been there for nearly 40 years, and it opens for six hours on a Saturday night, and that's how it makes all of its custom, it just opens for six hours and then some, somehow makes enough money to, to thrive, and it's been doing that, and they haven't changed the prices they they just kept the prices. It's in this little bubble where inf- you can tell on the web the website has been made in two thousand two. It didn't happen in this one little pocket. It's just a like a time loop. You just go in and you're in it, like nineteen eighty six. It is so weird. I'm, I'm looking at a picture of it and it looks like a fucking Rangers pub that you would see in Dublin <laughs> no, that's no. been firebombed. Like it looks. I would walk awful. past that very fast, like hundred percent speed. I would like saunter past that in case it like someone like bloke just stumbling because out because it was run by spiders, not because it's like thematically <laughs> gothic. Like it looks. I mean, Black Sambuca, one pound, one sixty a pint. Not bad. That's that- like fucking. That's like going on holiday to fucking exactly. Like I'd, I would risk my life going in there for the, just for the economy. Yeah, you know, um, like I'd be like if I if I died, I'd be like, listen, like, fucking one one pound. People do pint. like it. If I get glass, it looks like a like a goth club, and it historically was a goth club. But anybody goes there now just because of the state of it. <laughs> 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 Although it does have a Pangalactic Goku Blaster, which I'm pretty sure is a Hitchcock's Galaxy reference, which is I it is a double is. vodka, advocate, cider, blackcurrant, and lemonade for three thirty. That's a pint. A pint. That your oh. I, that's your that's your drink, isn't it, Jordan? Yeah, I'd probably go for a green. I'd probably go for a green monster, a vodka, white rum, Malibu, advocate, blue balls, Maduri, lemonade, on ice. That sounds about four fifty. That would be like seven pound fifty in cows. Only, the only. The only ingredient in that that isn't alcoholic is lemonade and ice. Like the rest <laughs> of it is just fucking grabbing Even stuff the ice is probably in. just frozen vodka. They are literal right. pints, and it's sweet death. Sweet death is my is my vice. Right, let's okay. fucking co- that, company that, trip. That's spiders podcast from fucking <laughs> yeah, spiders. Yeah, please. That's that spiders. I, I need to move on. Uh, Greg asked verified Twitter user Daniel Partis' other employer is currently running a games industry job week. What was it that inspired you into a career in games media, and where was where slash what was your first step into the field? Uh, well, I've just joined the games industry, folks. So this is a perfect <laughs> yeah, answer for me. Plug. I'm in. I've I've got my foot in the door, and I'm in. I feel like Vance is in the podcast three times before. Right? Jordan was just always a fucking nerd. What you, Jordan? You've just been no. I was googling a fucking, and game, I was a games mags. I was a for... fucking big shagger back in the day. Um, <laughs> no, I, like I always I I started seriously playing games when I was like thirteen or fourteen because like. Having an Xbox 360 was the thing to do to socialise in first and second year. Like, people played COD, and then I just 
played more and more games and got into fucking IGN podcast, Greg Miller, all that shit. Smash cut to like 2014, started making FIFA YouTube videos with my pals. Stopped doing that for a bit. Then BBC were like, we need people to do games coverage. And I was like, I'll do that. And ever since I have just fucking battled my way in with a sense of um, kind of being better than everyone in my field because I, <laughs> I, I do it for the BBC, not fucking controller blog dot Russia, yeah, you know? Yeah. All right. Really, the, really the, respecting the, the humble beginnings there. That's that's overload. We are the controller yeah. dot blog. You know it. Dot Russia. <laughs> dot government. Uh, I, dot dot biz. Like, I was into community management. I was into all but your Twitch streamers and your YouTubers. And I made a bunch of kind of, I was a gaming YouTuber, a game, all the game videos. So that was like a, me playing new games, old games, learning, learn how to edit, learn how to be a video producer, learn how to do this and that. Um, I also did the BBC gaming thing, I guess. I got, Danny gave me a job at, at influencerjobs.biz. That was good to write about on internet culture stuff and influence business, which I was coincidentally quite interested in and knew a lot about um so that's kind of aligned and uh yeah i keep doing that doing overload not done much other games made stuff and now i'm yeah i do now i'm community manager at uh, blazing griffin so i guess i'm a community manager now flaming check i guess flaming chicken sorry broke the rule yeah uh i i, I kind of did it by accident uh, you were, um yeah totally. i started off well, I was always into games, but I never really thought about it as a career. And I used to kind of read the mags, uh, the the future mags. And I was like, I never really thought about doing it as a job. And I wanted to get into music journalism. And I had a little blog and a music blog. Uh, and the goal was to to work at Team Rock, uh, which owns Metal Hammer and Classic Rock mags, etc. And that was my... Not IP. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, it was like... How a... still exists. How still alive and thriving. Um, oh, yeah, thriving. Yeah, they're chilling. Ginger Wildheart on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, that was my goal. I applied for, for, for years and years and years to work at these outlets. And then I applied to work at uh, OPM, uh, an official Xbox magazine, a couple of times. Got rejected. You know how it goes. And then like two weeks after a Metal Hammer rejection, another editor there came to me and said they were starting up games coverage. And he'd seen me like just posting shite about games on social media. And he was like, I think this is really good. And I, I think you understand the tone of the site. Do you want to come on as a freelancer and write some game stuff and i was like fuck yeah like, let's do that and i i started freelancing yeah. for for hammer like building up their games brand and then obviously six months later the entire company crumbled, crumbled down <laughs> went into liquidation <laughs> and that all went to shit and then i got my like i took that and i started working at still media uh, because they were starting up a, a website about influencer marketing i was quite into the influencer space and i was following it very closely and i that was where I started. I started there as a freelancer, and then eventually they made me an editor. The the fools, um, and then that's how I got where I am now. It was it, I was very Hell lucky. Yeah. Um, oh, and where I got, I think, but that didn't work for me. I was lucky. I was lucky. I, was lucky. I earned every fucking step I made. Crawled through the muck. Didn't really. Aaron Bain asks <laughs> a friend of the show, uh, a, a engaged legend, enemy um, of the show. Enemy of the show, enemy of the people. I've always been a fan of the PS5 design, but I managed to get my hands on the Series X this week and found myself really loving the sleeker and smaller design. Don't tell me that, it just blends into a TV cabinet or test desk setup much better. Since most slash all question mark have PS5s now, what's your thoughts on its giant design? Fucking love um, it. It looks hilarious. <laughs> Come on now. 
Like, he, right, I get it. It's impractical. If it falls on you, it's probably going to kill you. The Me, certainly. The is pish. Like, it's so badly designed. Like, I just, I like looking at it and being like, that's the, the games live in there. That's, that's where the games are. And this, like, especially, especially at the start. See, when I first fucking, when I first got mine, and it came, oh, shit. and I fucking plugged it in, and I just, I saw how big it was. I was like, this is fucking amazing. Like, I've never been so happy. Um, I'm reticent to, like, put it on its side for some reason. I just think it looks so funny when it stood up, like, the fucking... I'm the it same, I'm the same. Yeah, faces. I always have it stand like up. The it's the fucking citadel. It's a monolith. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it looks like it can take flight. And when I, <laughs> the Xbox just, like... It's a box, it? there, proud. A big fucking... Like, it is, a, it is, it is fridge-like. It is very sleek. I, like, look at it. It's also the 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 Xbox is dense like that is a fucking that that is if if right if you had to f- kill someone with a modern console I would say the Xbox is probably the move mm-hmm. especially because yeah. if you hit the sharp with the edges PS5, it's big bulky the, the wings would fall off um, <laughs> but yeah I fucking I think the PS5 is hilarious looking I, I I don't hate it like internet reactionary people do but I also don't like defend it to the teeth like um internet reactionary reactionaries do uh, aka Jordan Midler I think. I I think it does look a little silly, and I like it's it's kind of funny, but I do wish it looked a, it was a, it looked a little different, or was maybe Pebbled. a little smaller, or was just Pebbled. fucking. Pebbled. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Sorry, I, I do. I like the I white mean. though. I like. I'm not people. Are like, oh my god, why wasn't it in black? Like I like the white. I think the white's cool. No, same. Yeah, I I I don't mind it. I, I think that it's a I think it's a bit big. I think it's a bit big. Um, but I like it because Coward. I have this shelf on my TV stand, which is just a like a vertical shelf with like a removable bit in the middle, and you can't fit anything on there. It's really impractical. Um, but, and the only thing that I've managed to put on there, and it, it's just a perfect fit if I take the shelf out, is the PS5, and it just fits in there nice. like a fucking glove in this like forty-year-old TV shelf that came in with my apartment, and that's that's why I like it. But as soon as I move it out of that hole, I'm gonna hate it. And they're going to make a small one, aren't they? Well, like halfway through the cycle, they're going to do the PS5. They better game. not. Make a fucking bigger one. Make, a, make an orange exactly. one. Exactly. Double up. I want, Double the PlayStation up. 4, I want the PlayStation 5 Pro to be like three PS5s taped together. <laughs> <laughs> Which basically was a PS4 Pro, to be it's honest. Got the, yeah. It's got a 50-inch screen on the side, and you just, <laughs> you just stand it there. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Uh, thank you to all of your patrons for those questions. And... Hold on, Hang on. Um, I'm getting a, I'm getting a ping. Oh, ping. Yeah, I think it's my, um, my calendar's going off. It's uh, we've got an event right now. Oh, I've got, so, so I've, I've I've got like a MySpace message from Tom Henderson, um, and he's saying there's a leak that uh, as of date sixth uh, of July, uh, eight p.m. Uh, nine eight minutes and thirty six seconds. It's gonna be name of the game. What's the name? Just in time for me to go and watch the Italy-Spain game as the game, the internet's favourite podcast-based gaming quiz, if you're not familiar how it works. I read out a series of clues pertaining to the name of a video game. After each clue, both Danny and Harry get one guess. If they are incorrect, they cannot guess again until the next clue is read. Are you ready? I go on. Yeah, how many, how far, who won the last one on the stream? Um, what, what was the game? I don't remember. Okay, I can't. I think it was Danny, but I cannot remember. Um, I feel like it was Danny, but I don't remember what it was. If they are incorrect, they will hear this noise. Garlic bread. It wasn't. It was Harry because it was Star Wars Battlefront. Ah, disgusting. No, Dan. No, no, Danny got it because I said the wrong thing. I said Battlefield, and Danny said Battlefront. Ah, okay. I'm pretty sure. Well, and she got it. 
this game was released in the EU on the 23rd, the 23rd <laughs> of October 2015. Before the podcast, Jordan laughed and said, you guys never going to get this. So, um, <laughs> 23rd of October 2015. We've definitely had 2015 before. I know yeah. is much better than 2014, which I famed as the uh, the worst year for games. Um, actually, I'd probably say 1885 was probably one of the worst years for games. I mean, this is, this is kind of a dice, a blind spot for me. Stop. You still have it every year. Yes. Was it Metal Gear Solid 5? Garlic bread! Not bad. You're about a month and a half too late, though. That came out Ooh. on the 1st of September, I believe. It surely, I mean, it surely can't be a fucking. I feel like this is the phase where, like, if I if I get a Tomb Raider, I'm, I'm like six percent likely to get one of these fucking right because it's so like I don't know niche. Uh, I don't know. I'm thinking of like you said. You saying it's hard is like making me rethink because I know loads of very popular ones in that. But uh, it's FIFA 16. <laughs> <laughs> I, wanted, I was actually tempted to do FIFA like 1996 on the stream <laughs> last week. I thought that'd be I thought that'd be cute, but um, I don't think so. Uh, uh, stop. Yep. Just because the second one's coming out, Dying Light. Garlic bread. Thought that was a good name of the game, guess. It was developed by Freestyle Games. Fuck Freestyle me. Freestyle Games. Okay. I like the developer because I can score out so many stuff. Okay, it's none of the big ones, I don't think. Um, I wonder if it's an indie. That'd be fucking wild. God, it's such a blind spot yeah. for me. I know that like it's, it's like the Sassy Creed Syndicate era. It's obviously not Sassy Creed Syndicate, yeah. but it's like around that time. Interesting stuff. Um, freestyle. I just, I like to think that it's triggering a bell, but it's I'm getting absolutely nothing. It's just empty clong in the background. It's not see skylines. Pretty sure that came out that year. Um, it's not going to be any of the Ubisoft stuff. Ah, Christ! Not going to be any of the Blizzard stuff. Obviously, I have no fucking idea. I can make a guess, but I, all the ones I'm guessing, I know the developer often is not that, so um, I'd like just to pass and just move on. Okay. But uh, Danny, do you have Danny. a guess? Danny? Uh, uh, fuck me. What? I, I, I'll pass. Garlic bread! Garlic bread! <laughs> it's a double pass. Don't have to rub, to rub it in our faces. It's a double pass klaxon. It, the PlayStation 4 version has an 80 on Metacritic. Mm, PS4. Well received then. Okay. That's pretty litty. Uh, again, I'm still kind of at square one with that one. <sighs> okay. I'm really I'm really hoping it's not gonna come to the the some like on the buzzer thing, because I'm always fucking shit at this game. Why can't I just be good at this game, lads? Like, I should be good at the fucking video game. Okay, October. All I know... 2015 such, 2015 is actually a good year for games, so I know loads of really great games from it. Stop! Holy fuck! No way you know this. Was it Assassin's Creed Syndicate? No. Garlic no. bread! 
What? Did you? Was it? Was it built like a different? I'm sure team? that like that name is a Ubisoft studio. Oh, I mean, you might be onto something. Jordan went very quiet, which is um terrifying. Um, why did Jordan go quiet? Oh no, um, he's doing this in purpose to make me overthink. That's what he's doing. He's trying to fuck with me. <laughs> uh, okay, it's. I'm trying to think of all the Nintendo things that came out that year because Jordan's doing his classic trick. <laughs> um, but I'm pretty sure they're all legit ones. <sighs> okay. I have no fucking idea. Um, who develops? No, I think that's that's legitimately developed by... I was thinking Just Dance in case that's some like sublet thing, but I'm pretty sure Ubisoft like sourced that. Uh... I'm 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 taking too long. I'm going to guess uh Brothers Tale of Two Sons. What game? <laughs> Ga- Garlic bread. <laughs> you, I have no idea. Um I'm pretty sure it came out that year though. It is a rhythm game. What the fuck? <gasps> oh, oh shit. <gasps> One came out that year because I remember tweeting about it and I was like Stop. Was it? Hello. Was it Guitar Hero Live? What the fuck? What? I remember. I remember seeing the announcement, and I was. I tweeted like fucking, like play on a virtual stage and break your actual neck, (laughs) something like that. What the fuck? This is genuinely like fucking like Slumdog Billionaire. Well, this experience of Danny's life this somehow coincidentally lined up with the name of the game. It's absurd. You said rhythm game, and I was like. Who remembers Guitar Hero? Like, Danny plays like five games a year. Someone just knows all I of these games. I remember because I made a funny quip about it. <laughs> I, what I is would just like to say, Danny, very impressively clocked uh, because freestyle games are now Ubisoft Leamington. Oh, so it was were, like the backwards rebrand. Oh. Yep. Damn. Oh, because I, yeah, I, I thought it. it was a Ubisoft studio and I said Syndicate. Earlier on in the, the like in the fucking show, and I was like, "Oh, it's around the Syndicate era that Ubisoft was doing," and I thought I clocked it. They worked wild. on Tom Clancy's The Division, uh, Starlink, Battle for Atlas, and The Division Two. I didn't even know Guitar Hero Live existed. Yep, yeah, it was the one where it was like uh, you like paid for like streaming channels as opposed to owning the songs. Um, it was it was it was, it was like, but yeah, congrats. It was, it was a little bit of a reboot, if I recall. Yeah, it Apparently. was. It was the same year Rockman 4 came yeah. out. Fuck's sake. Is this even worth playing anymore? <laughs> I'm, oh. like, uh, I'm like the wee brother that like gets, keeps getting swamped on the PS3 and just get, like, th- throws a control at the window. There's no more games. I'm going to go replay Got Brothers win every now and Tale then. of Two Sons. That was a right good game. Fucking don't. Looks <laughs> wank. Um, You're right, Harry. <laughs> Being a bit aggressive. Oh, it looks kind of boring. I don't know. It's just like, oh, you can just play It Takes Two. Like, you know? Um... I'd no, because you, it takes one with Brothers A Tale of Two Sons, so... It takes yeah, fucking all... six out of ten of war.co.uk. I don't actually know, oh, let me just... I can't remember what I gave it. That was five years ago. Let me just switch my fucking to brother to brother to lift a little crank up and let my dying father Harry, through. Harry, there's whatever. a fucking uh, Euro semi-final on the now, so if you don't end this fucking podcast, I'm just going to walk Thank off you to our lovely patrons. Some of those patrons are including Alex Winton. Legend. Amy. Welcome. Legend. Harmelodic. Legend. Stop meeting Danny. 
Nerdwood. Legend. Legend. Aaron Bean. Legend. Legend. Becky Hamilton. Legend. Legend. Eldigus. Legend. Legend. Ginger's. Legend. Legend. Greg. Legend. Legend. And Sean McCloskey. Legend. The leg. I did that out of sync, so it's just going to fuck with the whole editing process. Yeah, I'm going to, every time I listen to that, I keep thinking, well, is that out of sync or is it Danny being a fuckhead? I'm having a big golf. Um, (laughs) Great, fantastic. I'm going to, I stopped recording for a second there, but I'm back. (laughs) Oh. I'm going to go and watch the speed ethyl again. Goodbye. (laughs) Fuck's sake. Great. Thanks everyone for listening. Jordan's fucked off. I've been high You can follow me at Harry's Late. Follow Overload at Overload UK. Make sure to rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, all that kind of thing. Follow our feeds on Spotify, etc. Go check out our site, overload.co.uk. Subscribe to us on YouTube and follow Danny. What's your at, Danny? Uh, at Danny Alpartis. That's my name. And I guess follow Jordan Midler at Jordan Midler, the big bastard. Uh, we're just, this is us two, Danny. Yeah, we're just chilling. Jo- Jordan's away. Yeah. How you been? Dad's away. The kids are out. I'm all right. Think about dinner. Bye. I'm still here. I was here. It's just me. It's me. It's me. It's the JJM Podcast. Welcome to hell.